When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, no, no, Gazy. You know, he's not here. He's playing golf up on the Gold Coast. Dermot is alongside me. We're down here in, on King Island. And the one and only Corey Homicide Williams for tyre power, nothing but net on Toyo tyres, is in the studio. It's always a bit of melancholy, uh, Homicide, at this time of the year. We get, we, this is the last time we will sort of, you know, be together uh, in 2022. And there's a tinge of sadness that comes with that, my friend. <laughs> it's all good, my brother. You know why? We're going to reunite. Bigger, better, and stronger in 2023, baby. There is no doubt about that. The love just gets deeper and more vibrant as every year goes by. Amen. Hey, hey I've got to say something. Yeah, yeah. Corey, there's very few men who can say baby on the end of a sentence. He's one. No, not you, no, no, Andrew. No. You know what he said about me three weeks ago? That I had middle-aged drip. He said that, that I had middle-aged drip. No doubt. <laughs> That is one of the greatest compliments I've ever received in my life. <laughs> hey, Corey, tonight, uh, the Taipans, who are going beautifully, up against the Brisbane Bullets, who are not. What is going on uh, uh, up at the Bullets? We, we know what happened with Sam McKinnon a couple of weeks ago. We had him on the show with Gazy the day it happened. Uh, it didn't sound overly convincing, I've got to say. And now there's been another change up there. What's happening? I mean, this is the other side of sport. When you know, things aren't going well, heads get to rolling. First coach, James Duncan, did not do well in the beginning of this season after not doing well last season, so they let him go. At that point, Sam McKinnon steps in. GM now, head coach, coaches about three or four games. He now steps out of that role, back to GM <laughs> full-time, enter the interim head coach, which is assistant coach for the Brisbane Bullets, Greg Vanderjack who's coaching tonight on his first game, our former teammate, good luck, until the new head coach comes and steps in um, as the head coach. So it's a lot of turmoil and very unfortunate. They're a talented team, however, on paper. However, it just didn't manifest on the court. Hey, so, Corey, yeah. in the world of basketball, has the, has the role that they play as coach, I mean, the title's the same, has the coaching changed over from, from Pat O'Reilly, you know, 30, 40 years ago to what the coaches are dishing up now? Has that role changed? Like in, at Aussie Rules, they've changed as well. They delegate a lot more. Has the role of the coach in basketball changed? I think that, that is, there's two jobs in sport that's the most difficult jobs that I would, I would stay away from, me personally. That's yeah. a head coach. And a general manager. The guy that, or the, the, the person, guy or male or female, that puts together a team and the other person that needs to coach that team. Because if you do not motivate these players on a daily basis, practice mm. and the game, and can get the best out of these players on a consistent basis, you are in trouble. Okay, that's not easy to do. So it takes a, a experienced coach and a you know a coach that can connect 
with the players and the team and, and have that relationship and bond that can... But that's the art of coaching. It's, that, it's always been that way. It's extremely difficult. How quickly can you smell it as a player in a locker room, particularly the team, a, a sport like basketball where, you know, there's only, you know, you've only got 12 guys, 13, 14 on a roster. It's an intimate uh, environment being on a, on a pro basketball team, I imagine. If things aren't going well in the front office, how quickly can you smell that as a player? I mean, you can smell it. You can smell it. I've had bad, um, personally, I've had bad front office scenarios, but the coach had our ear. You know, and, and as an import, to be honest with you, like you're a mercenary, so you don't have any time. You got to drown all that out and perform. So yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of these questions, like it didn't even matter to me because at the end of the day, there's no excuses next season when I'm looking for another job. You're going to be like, brother, did you perform or not? What are your numbers? That's what they want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is very, very true. I was just thinking about, Corey, how, very true. how you wouldn't take the head job I was Oof, just nah. thinking as well because it'd be pretty <laughs> hard for the bloke having the head job oh. uh, he, if he was out in the same nightclubs that uh, if he had that head roll that oh, he was out God. in the nightclubs that the players were in and he's doing a better job of that as well. I mean, you know, I, I can tell you this right now. If you're a head coach, the last place you want to be is where your players are at nighttime. Correct. How much are you looking forward to the game on Sunday afternoon? South East Melbourne Phoenix who are building and they're getting fitter and we had... Dane Pino on the show yesterday. What a what an impressive um, man basketballer he is. But Phoenix up against the Kings on Sunday afternoon, Corey. This this has got this has got big ticket postseason kind of matchup um, implications all over it. Worth the price of admission. There's there's a couple of names I'm going to say. Yes, please. But we're going to start with the guy I picked to be MVP of the league last year's Grand Final MVP. Then go to New Zealand League in the offseason, MVP, and is in great form right now. Xavier Cooks. Yes. But you know what? They lost last game, and he didn't have an MVP performance, which is perfect for the scenario and the storyline. Because let me tell you why. <laughs> On the other hand, you got Wolf Creek, a.k.a. a front runner. To be honest with you, it's close. Some people have him. Andrew Gaze, the great one, has Mitch Creek as MVP of the league. Myself, Liam, we have Xavier Cooks. They match up Sunday. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Go on. <laughs> Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, they're going to handle Melbourne United tomorrow. Melbourne's cooked, right? Yep. They're going to handle yep. them tomorrow and then go on over to – I think Sydney goes home, I think. I think. I don't have the schedule in front of me. Don't don't quote me I'll on this. But they, yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. hold me to where they play. But regardless, that matchup right there, because this is what it what comes down to. You can have two great players and they don't play the same position. It's hard to argue who's better. They play the same position, which means they got to guard each other. I love it. That's worth the is, price of admission. Is Mitch Creek the most? Is he the most kind of you know your your nickname's homicide? Is he the most kind of cold-blooded, in-your-face kind of killer that there is in the NBL? When it gets, you know, you've got to eyeball the opposition and it becomes a force of wills as much as it does a force of talent, a, a battle of talent. Is Mitch Creek as imposing as any player in that scenario as there is in the NBL? Look, Mitch Creek is one of my favorite players for a reason. My favorite players, those types, they are exactly that. 
They can look you in your eye and you will look away because of the fear that they <laughs> yes. impose on the competition. Real talk. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. You won't look yep. Bryce in his eye. You won't look Mitch in his eye. You ain't looking Xavier Cooks in his eye. There's certain players you're not going to look in their eye. Yep. He's that guy. <laughs> right. Did you enjoy those moments as a player? I suspect you probably did. Of course, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hold on. There's a couple other names I got I to gotta okay. mention. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Big Sauce Allen Williams is, is the goods. That's the center for Melbourne United. That's all NBL talent. Not to mention, Joe Chi is now healthy. Came off a double-double last game. This team is stacked. Gary Brown is the leader at the helm. Playmaker, decision maker down the stretch. He's the guy that's assisting in closing the games out, making the right plays happen. That's why Ryan broke off. Healthy. This team is loaded. Trey Cal, balling. But let's not forget the rest of the Kings, the defending champs for a reason. They lost their big trio. How are they still in first? You got to give credit where credit's yeah, due. Yeah, Dejan Vasevich yeah. is balling. I yeah. said it before. What he is to Sydney is what CG43 is to United. He is that important to their club. Yeah, yeah. And we know what it's been like in the middle of the table. It's been uh, it's been a roller coaster uh, for, you know, those last spots in the uh, automatic entry into the playoffs and with the play-in uh, games this year. It's added a, a whole another dimension. The Perth Wildcats are right in the middle of all of that. They did what they did the other night, which is staggering. You know, oh, my points. God. I mean, it's unbelievable, Corey. <laughs> oh, my goodness. To do that. Where are they at right now in terms of the big picture? Are, are they sticking their nose into this one now at this time of the season as a potential champion team, or have they still got a way to go? Let me tell you something. In the beginning of the season, not even the season, I was in Jamaica in Ocho Rios sipping a <laughs> coconut with rum in it, right? <laughs> a rum coconut. Coconut water with rum on Ocho Rios chilling on vacation. <laughs> I looked yes. into the camera. Something made me feel like I needed to speak to the people in Australia at that moment. What did I, I do? Press record. Actually, I told my daughter, Bella. She's in college. She was with me. Shout out to Bella. Bella was, I said, Bella, press record. I said to the people in Australia, I said, I'm telling you right now, the Perth Wildcats are winning the championship. Here's why. Here's why. Because they want to quickly erase yeah. the streak that was broken. So they're coming back with a vengeance. They have disappointed me this whole season. However, <laughs> however, I think they're on their way to turning it around. Because let me tell you something. They went to New Zealand, got the W. That ain't easy to do. New Zealand's in second place. They went to Adelaide. Got the W. That ain't easy to do. Then they went home and won in unbelievable fashion against Melbourne United, who had the game. 37 seconds left. They are down nine. How do you win that game? How do you win? I don't know. They did it. They did it. These are games. These are games that change your season. These type of things. We see it all the time in sports. 
We it's love the, you, Lord. I, I love you too. <laughs> you know, we have to let you go. Hey, to you and your people, have a great Christmas. Uh, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see you in 2023. And, and we keep in that same energy. We keep we in the same energy. No, we don't on. have to. You do it it's for us. Yeah. Well done, mate. Great to speak to you. Man. Good on you. <laughs> Corey, I'm inside Williams for tie power. We're three pointers are worth four. Doyo tyres. Buy three. Get one free. He's at a star, tire isn't he? Power.